1969, Judith Viorist wrote a children's book called I'll Fix Anthony. It's about two brothers, and um, the younger brother is kind of like the narrator, and he's complaining about how his older brother treats him. He says, My brother Anthony can read now, but he won't read to me. He plays checkers with Bruce from his school. But when I ask him to play checkers with me, he says, go away or I'll clobber you. I let him wear my Snoopy sweatshirt. But whenever I ask him to borrow his sword, he says, you stink. Mother says that deep down in his heart, Anthony loves me. Anthony says deep down in his heart, he thinks I stink. Mother says deep, deep down in Anthony's heart, where he doesn't even know it, he loves me. Anthony says, deep, deep down in his heart, I still think you stink. Well, when I'm six, I'll fix Anthony. When I'm six, I'll float on top of the water and Anthony will sink to the bottom. When I'm six, I'll swim on top of the water like you're supposed to, breathing in and out like you're supposed to. And Anthony, he'll just go glug, 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 glug. When I'm six, my teeth will fall out and I'll put it under the bed and the tooth fairy will come and leave dimes. Anthony's teeth won't fall out. He'll wiggle and wiggle, but they won't fall out. I might sell him one of mine, but I might not. Anthony is chasing me out of the playroom. He says I stink. He says he's gonna clobber me. So I have to run now. But when I'm six, I won't have to run. When I'm six, I'll fix Anthony. You know, there's a, a great quote from C.S. Lewis. Everyone says that forgiveness is a lovely thing. That is, of course, until they have something to forgive. So this is the thing. We can't live in this world without eventually getting clobbered or told by someone that we stink. And usually, it's someone that we're kind of close to. Uh, so it, it really hurts. Uh, in our text for today, Jesus says, If a brother or sister sins against you, then you need to have it out with them. He says, go to that person uh, and talk about it uh, when you're alone uh, together. Uh, the problem is, is that's usually the last thing that we want to do. But it seems like Jesus says this kind of thing a lot. Like in his famous Sermon on the Mount, he says, if, if you're at the altar, leaving your gift at the altar, and you remember that a brother or sister has something against you, he says, leave your gift there at the altar and go find them uh, and reconcile with one another, and then come back uh, and, and, and share your gift at the altar. Some of you have volunteered at the Friendship House. And so you know the amazing things that happen at the Friendship House. And um, I, I volunteered there on, on Saturday morning, this past Saturday morning, and I was amazed at the food, uh, like the produce that we have in there that, that we're, we're giving out to, to, to families uh, every Saturday morning that, that need this kind of food. Like I know uh, that, that we get it from, from Mana Food Bank and we, and we get some from, from the Food Lion uh, store. But it's amazing. A, a lot of you volunteer during the week, and, and so when I showed up there on Saturday, 
uh, I learned that there's two different boxes of food that we give to people when they drive up to the curb and, and we bring it out to them. There's a, there's a dry box that, that's, that's full of things, you know, like black-eyed peas and, and dry goods. And then there's a produce box, and we've got those produce boxes in, in the coolers. And the vegetables, the broccoli, the, the different colors of bell peppers, like, it's really amazing. I just feel so proud carrying those boxes out to the cars. Like, our staff and, and you volunteers um, doing, doing amazing things. Well, so Kara says, okay, we've got all of these strawberries there in that room. We need to take some of these strawberries and put them in the produce boxes that are in the coolers. I'm like, awesome. And I'm going into the room and I see, I mean, millions of strawberries. It seems like millions. Like, there's all these boxes just stacked with these, with these beautiful these clear boxes you can see them they're just beautiful strawberries so Annabelle and I go in there but when we get close and, and, and you look in these these boxes of strawberries I realize that we've got a problem here like the very first one I looked at right in the center uh, was this big strawberry that was once bright red and, and juicy um, it was now green grayish looking because all of this moldy nasty stuff was growing on it and you look a little bit closer and it wasn't gonna be as simple as just removing that bad one it had like spread uh, all throughout this container and so we we looked at another uh, box of strawberries and it kinda had the same thing going on some of them had down in the corner some of them were rotten and I guess they just been laying out there too long you know, strawberries need to be refrigerated. There's just a certain amount of time that works for a strawberry, I guess, once you take it off the vine, uh, by the time it makes it to your mouth. And so I looked at Kara and I'm like, so um, what do we do with these? Well, that was a dumb question. So the next thing that I know, I'm, I've got the card and I'm, I'm loading up all of these strawberries because they were done. They were no good. And, and I brought the card out, out here to the dumpster and, and I, just, I just dumped them in here and it stinks in here. And I got, I got strawberry juice and some of it nasty rotten strawberry juice like all over my shorts and it's dripping on my feet. You know, I think for, forgiveness is like that. If, if we let things linger for too long, like, like without dealing with it, then stuff starts to grow stuff starts to grow inside of us stuff that really shouldn't be there and so peter asked jesus a question about this forgiveness thing and he says so if a brother sins against me how many times am i supposed to forgive him like seven times <laughs> that's P peter's way of being really generous and jesus says no 77 times 77 Biblical scholars think that Jesus is alluding to Genesis chapter 4, verse 24. That's where we briefly meet Lamech. Lamech was the great-great-great-grandson of Cain. You remember Cain, Adam and Eve's son. Uh, he killed his brother Abel. And so Lamech is boasting to his wives, and he's saying, I will avenge 77 times on anyone who dares to attack me. So, Jesus might be saying that forgiveness is the opposite of revenge. And of course, he's not saying that on the 78th time, Peter can clobber the guy. 
He's saying that Lamech had it wrong. There are two ways that we can live with hurt. There's, there's the way of vengeance or the way of forgiveness. The first way leads to death. The second way leads to life. But the second way is really not easy at all. You know, forgiveness is a serious thing. And it's not an easy thing. It's not pretending like uh, really nothing bad was done. Not pretending like everything is okay. It's not pretending like, oh, that wasn't a big deal. I'm going to be okay. I I can forget about it. That doesn't work. Like, if someone has really, really wronged us or really, really hurt us, reconciliation can only happen if we confront it. And Jesus knows that. That's why I think He says so much about forgiveness. And and that's why I think He says that we need to have the courage to lean into this, to approach each other, to even confront each other to get in the same room and to work it out. And it's hard work. And that's why it's important for us to know that we're not alone in this. One of the things that Jesus consistently promises the people around Him is, you don't need to be afraid. I'll be with you, even to the end of this mess. And so we know that the great healer of relationships is with us. And so we need to do this thing. I called my good friend. Actually, uh, he's a, a best friend. There was just some stuff that was troubling me. I was restless, deep down, you know, uh, troubled. Sometimes I would cry. Sometimes I would feel angry. It wasn't anything that he had done. It was more like something that he hadn't done. I mean, it's complicated. But I've been carrying this around for for years. And I I didn't want to cause any trouble. I didn't didn't want to do any harm. There was deep love between us. There is deep love between us. And and so I called him. I I said, hey, uh, could you meet for coffee? And so we did. And I shared my story and he shared his story and we just wept together in that place and you know what healing happened I was healed like it's been five years since we sat together in that downtown cafe and the restlessness is is completely gone I I don't wake up in the middle of the night anymore no more tears no more angry thoughts, just peace and lots and lots of love. You know, I'd say there's a good chance that there's someone you need to forgive today. I, I think about these, these last six months. Man, these have been crazy times. All the stuff that's coming at us, still coming at us in so many different ways. And you know, I realize that it all plays out in our relationships uh, with the people that we know and and the people that we love. When a brother or sister clobbers us or says that we stink, Jesus says that we need to have it out with them. But you know, 
that that's not so easy to do and you know I, I think that the, the time is a, is a big deal too the longer that we that we let these things linger it's like the messier it gets kind of like the strawberries so my prayer for us today is that God will give us enough courage and enough love you know, to pick up the phone and, and to make that call or to send that text. And it's important for us to remember that we're not alone in this. The great healer of relationships is with us.